163 of the Speed Mentor Podcast with me, your host, Gavin Wall, and we're opening up this episode with a request from, from, from some star-crossed lovers out there who are celebrating a big anniversary, and they asked if I would... By the way, you haven't tuned in accidentally to Radio Caroline or something like that back in the day, but some star-crossed lovers have requested that I play them a tune or sing them a tune in this episode, and I'm going to... You know who you are, folks, and I'm going to do exactly that right now. Here's a little number for you. Uh-huh. We got it together, didn't we? We definitely got our thing together, don't we, baby? Isn't that nice? Uh-huh. I mean, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really, really nice? Uh-huh. All the chocolate balls, I can easily feel myself slipping more and more ways. In my own world, baby. Nobody but you and me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We got it together, baby. We really got it together, baby. Yeah, well, the answer to my dreams You're my sun, you're my moon My guiding star My kind of wonderful And that's who you are I know there's only, only one like you there's no way there could have been two You're all I'm living for Your love I'll keep forevermore You're the first, you're the last My everything And with you I found so many things I love so new only you could bring can't you see it you you make me feel this way you're like a first morning dew on a brand new day see so many ways that I can love you Love you till the day I die You're my reality I've lost in a dream You're the first You're the last I everything My everything I know You're the first, you're the last, you're my everything. 
enjoyed that one folks particularly the lovers who requested it and feel free to send in any more requests folks in fact that song there is a wee treat for every single one of you um, hit me up right at the top of the show with a song because we're celebrating or commiserating whatever way you want to look at moving from our weekly to our monthly episodes and this is the first of our monthly episode and people do you know what people always told me or have always told me that I'm like Barry, our Belfast's very own Barry White and I'm sure you will agree having heard that song. And I hope you enjoyed the taste of my salted chocolate balls this morning. Now, in truth, I wanted to treat you to them as I'm feeling a little bit guilty about, you know, letting you down and moving from the monthlies to the weeklies, or the weeklies to the monthlies. But in all honesty, I brought my game in such a big way to the Change VC recently since I've made that decision that I know I'm doing the right thing. And when I eventually have my ta-da moment, when we create the 10 billion of value, we'll all be very, very happy. But anyway, back to business. And the last line of that beautiful song is really pertinent. I promise, promise not to sing it again. Uh, or, well, promise not to sing the whole song again, but it goes something like, You're the first, you're the last, you're everything. But now, what do you reckon I'm talking about now? What do you reckon I'm talking about now in the context of the type of thing we're trying to create? Look, I know some of you are probably uh, still thinking of my salted chocolate balls, and, and, and that's a good shout, but why I'm emphasising that line is that you need to quickly move your personal brand up your fucking agenda, folks, and get it to the very top of your list and start thinking about your personal brand. In fact, don't just start thinking about, about it. Start fucking obsessing about your personal brand. Now, it's been a while since I did uh, an episode on this, probably about a year, and quite simply, not enough of you are developing your personal brand. I know you know this. I know you you know this and I know that you're thinking to yourself the chief walrus has seen that I'm only tinkering around the fucking edges and he's on to me well if you're thinking that you're fucking right folks you're fucking right now if there's one thing that is going to create more opportunities for you quicker than anything else it's getting yourself visible on social media and elsewhere now just imagine you'd listen to me um, last year when I did an episode specifically on, specifically on this and you'd actually gone out and hammered your personal brand opportunity since then now do you realise how much the world would have opened to you opened up to you by now if you'd done that now I promise you that you would have transformed your op- opportunities if you'd listened to me last year. Now, I'm going to take a rough guess that you as a listener fall into one of these two camps. Okay? Number one, you didn't hammer your personal brand as hard as you could have in the last 12 months. Are you in that camp? Or number two, you didn't even get started and you're still fucking lurking. Now, if you're not in either of those two camps, bravo, well done. But I know a lot of you are in those two camps because I'm fucking watching. Well, the reason I'm coming back to this is that the evidence is piling up even more than before about how important personal brand is. In fact, as the song says, it's the first, it's the last, it's everything. And I'm going to give you some tips, probably about 12 of them, to get you started or to help you ramp it up later in this episode. Now, of all the things I get asked about, 
by all of you out there, personal brand is probably number one. I think that's because subliminally, people know how important it is. Your subconscious is screaming out at you. It's, it's like fucking Picasso, that Picasso painting, the scream. But your conscious mind is afraid to execute. Like we've been working on, and shy, well, I've been working on and showcasing mine for years, long before I was on social media. But it has never been so important as it is today to really showcase your personal brand. I've said this before, the democratisation of marketing and branding that social media has created is incredible. I've said it before also in the past, if you wanted to get your message out there, you had to take an advert out in the local or the national newspaper or take your life in your hands, go out fly postering in the middle of the night around Belfast or elsewhere. And it was only for a brave and hardy few. But now... But now you can tell the world anything and everything about um, yourself at the touch of a button. It really is that easy. Yet so few of us are actually maximising that opportunity. Okay. Now, I'm actually going to go. This is a wee sidestep here. I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. This is actually about LinkedIn. If you're not on LinkedIn, this probably doesn't apply to you. But so many of the Walrusians have amazing stories to tell. But I'm not hearing enough of them. And the folks over on Dickhead Island are getting their message out a little bit stronger than we are. Now, I could see this. They're all over LinkedIn at the minute. It's actually depressing me. The celebration of mediocrity is pervasive and fucking heartbreaking to me. Now, there's a whole of such people and you know what they're all in various little pods lots of them are in pods on LinkedIn and there's a little cabal of LinkedIn marketers um, writing posts for dozens of of fucking average people now they've hacked the LinkedIn algorithm they're all mini Olegs but funny enough pretending that they hate Oleg it's all very fucking tedious and I'm worried that the authentic voices of great entrepreneurs are being drowned out in this spam and that's why you need to push even harder than ever so don't be sucked into that shite it's so obvious what's going on but you have an obligation to push even harder to get your authentic voice out there now rant over and I say if LinkedIn isn't your platform you can just ignore that section so your priority is to develop your voice, your brand, your authentic take on the world, because that's how you'll develop yourself and how you'll find your own tribe. So I want to give you some of the tools that you'll need to nail your own personal brand on social media in the coming months. So here goes my list of, I think probably about a dozen of them, um, tips for your personal brand. And number one, the question I get asked the most um, by people who are asking these questions is which is more important and which should I prioritise my personal brand or my business brand now for me your personal brand is with you for life no matter where you're employed no matter what your business is no matter what your future business is no matter what your past business is no matter where you move to no matter what country you go to no matter what sector you're in personal brand is the one constant throughout that that's the digital footprint that follows you absolutely everywhere so that should be your number one priority particularly for the sort of organic type of post that i'm talking about here so if you're setting up a small business uh, state agents a green grocers a printing agency a personal trainers a mentoring business beauticians whatever that might be get yourself out there front and center People buy from people. The best person to tell the story of why you're the best or what your niche is or, or about the little jewels that you put on top of the cakes that nobody else does or the special way you present the floral decorations at weddings. The person to tell that story is you. You're the fucking storyteller. So hit your personal brand harder than your business brand. Now, don't forget 
about the business one either. Invest at least five to ten percent. I've been talking about this in a recent uh, couple of recent episodes. Five to ten percent of your business's turnover into your marketing, and do that through all the normal channels. But when you're posting, hit the personal brand really, really hard. Be ferocious and do it at scale. Number two, this is really, really important too. Most people I watch on social don't have a clue what their personal brand is. They're just posting sort of random shit, probably because their lives are full of random shit. Um, I'm not trying to be nasty there. I have had a discussion with a, a, a mentee about this, about this recently. You need to have this stuff worked out in your own mind beforehand. If you're not clear, if you don't have a clear understanding of your own goals, your raison d'etre, there's a little bit of French just thrown in there to, you know, posh up the episode a little bit. What makes you different? What are your quirks? Why are you special? Who do you add value to? Well, how the fuck is anybody else going to be able to work it out if you don't know it yourself? You need to work this stuff out. You need to work out why you care about a particular community, why they should care about you, what you're going to do for them. Get a fucking whiteboard up there in your house. Start sketching it out. Work it out before you start posting your your message on scale. Okay, number three, go and create a fucking podcast, folks. Still not too late. I know so many of you go, oh, I wish I'd done it last year. I wish I'd done it the year before. Go and create a podcast. You must create a podcast. It has never been easier. In the past, I've talked about how easy it is to create a podcast, say, on Anchor App. Well, now it's even easier to do one. You can do one on Zoom and interview thought leaders, influencers, or just random people who have a great story to tell and then publish it to your YouTube or your social channels. I mean, for fuck's sake, for building credibility, right? For building credibility in your space, having your own podcast is the number one thing to do without doubt. It doesn't even matter. See, to be honest, it doesn't even matter how many listeners you have. Now, of course, it's nice to have lots of listeners. I'm very grateful for all lots of listeners I have. But the fact that you have the balls to do a podcast, to say, do you know what? I have got a message to tell the world. That puts you on a level above all of your peers. And it'll set you up for massive success. So please go and do that. Number four, my advice is to be ne- never to be negative. Always take the high road, even when the trolls are taking the low road with you. That's just my advice. And other people do it differently and with success. But that's my advice. Always, you can always do the odd uh, rant alert post. But you see, don't go around commenting negatively on other people's posts or stuff like that. Always keep positive. That's just my view. Okay, number five. There are still far too many people with crappy profile pics and avatars out there. Now, I don't want to see your ugly bake from the night you had too much to drink at somebody else's wedding posted to your fucking LinkedIn or your Instagram or whatever it might be. Come on, they fuck. Sort that out. So, um, look, take 50 or 100 quid in an hour of your time and go and have some professional headshots done with a photographer that'll do you justice. You're ugly enough. Get somebody to try and make you look a bit better. My advice is to spend a bit of, in fact, spend a bit more money than 50 to 100 and go and get a range of locations, uh, some different outfits and some different poses. And then you can, honestly, you can milk that photo shoot for a couple of years. Uh, I mean, uh, just go and ask Jess Lowe in Belfast uh, about the value I've had from the work that I've done with her. So, look, I'm so passionate about this. I even ran a charity event when I brought two headshot photographers to an event to take everybody's mugshots of a whole lot of entrepreneurs for free. So this is really, really important. Please go and do that, folks, okay? Number six, there are now that many platforms, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Medium, etc., 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 that I advise that you pick. Don't spread yourself too thin. Uh, if you don't have a team of people behind you at this stage and you're starting out and it's early in your journey, um, pick two of them to really hammer. Pick two, even one of them, but 
pick two of them to really hammer. One which suits your business maybe, and one which maybe suits your personality, and then go really, really hard at them. Also factor in which platforms give you good organic reach if you don't have a budget. Um, uh, Insta, I would say Insta, TikTok, and LinkedIn Probably other ones that have incredible reach. Facebook's gone, I would say, for its organic reach. Uh, and have a wee think. So, for instance, LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn because I'm trying to help other people on their journey and give information about my journey and my life hacks and, you know, how to do business. And LinkedIn is a wee bit longer form instead of a written form. And when you do change it up a wee bit, it even stands out even more. So that's why I link, like LinkedIn. But you pick your own, okay? Number seven. Remember, I've always had a 60-20-20 rule about posting, 60-20-20 rule, 60% about your core message, your business, what your story is, what you're trying to get across, who you're trying to influence, and really stick to that core for 60% of your posts. Then then do 20% of goofing about. Um, you can maybe do your goofing about on, say, Friday. For instance, when people are in a bit lighter mood, you know, you're goofing about one, probably not point. No point in doing that on a Monday morning. So save your 20% goofing about maybe on a Friday or a Saturday, and then 20% of picking something that's a little bit top topical out there that sort of might sort of be able to tell, craft a, a narrative into your um, own work that you're doing. So for instance, last week I did a post about Gymshark. You've probably heard of Gymshark. They've just become um, a unicorn, uh, one billion in value, actually without any finance. And it tied in nicely with a goal that we have at the change of 10 billion, creating 10 billion value in 10 years. So I did a post about how they'd inspired me um, to kick on and to keep believing. So that was my 20% of something that's happening out in the world that I could then relate back into mine. And you get a wee bit of reflective glory because you show, show that you're trying to keep up with some of the real superstars out there. Okay. Number eight, go back through. People say sometimes, oh, but I've got no content. I don't have enough content. I don't have enough stuff to say. I said, look, go back through the pictures that you've taken for the last six months. And I guarantee you that you have at least 10 posts in your pics from the last six months. Those pics are the little nuggets of gold. The stuff that you do outside work or around the edges of your work that show you're not just a human being obsessed with work. Nothing wrong with being obsessed with work. But those little sprinkles, particularly if you're using a LinkedIn platform, sprinkle some of those in maybe once a week um, in amongst your work mission and watch the algorithm absolutely lap them up. So there could be a wee thing about you heading out for a nice lunch, taking your staff out for lunch. There could be a thing about you showcasing um, how you take your family for an adventure walk every weekend. There could be, there's loads of stuff out there. I did one there just after lockdown for, for four months. My dad, 82 year old, um, didn't, hadn't had a haircut. He was looking like the wild man of Borneo and he came round to get his hair cut at my house and I cut his hair, did a post on LinkedIn. I even managed to get a wee face mask with the change branding on it in the post as well. So that was my sort of post that week that was outside of my sort of business stuff. Um, so do a wee bit of that, all right? Number nine, remember, if you're to achieve anything, you must build a tribe. Now, have you thought about who your tribe is or who you want your tribe to be? Well, my advice to you is identify the people you'd like to be in your tribe and start engaging with their content. Give them plenty of support, like and share their stories, and they're almost certain to reciprocate. Now, the other thing about engaging in their contact, their content is that if you're struggling to create your own post and content, getting stuck into the content of others is an easy first step to become visible on social media while you build up your own confidence. Okay, so that makes sense. Now, number 10 become a storyteller. We all love stories. We're brought up on them from childhood and, you know, the fables and the rhymes, whether it's the Brothers Grimm or Hans Christian Andersen, whatever. We're, we're, we're 
seeped in this stuff. So don't be afraid to share, you know, the time in your life when you were the underdog, but you managed to pull through. I mean, even if it's just about the egg and spoon race in your old school days, there's always a narrative to be crafted in there. Now, you know, um, how did you grow into the person that you are today? What were the pivotal moments in your life? The good and the bad, the times you failed are just as important. They probably teach you more than the times you had success. These are all the stories that your audience will enjoy as they get to know you. Now, number 11, make sure you commit to a certain amount of posts per day, whether it's once per day, depending on the platform, twice per day. It could be far more than that. If you're doing Insta stories, it could be up to maybe a dozen times a day. But you need to commit in advance to the amount of times that you're going to post come rain or shine, whether you're up or down. Deliver that amount no matter what. Um, because I tell you why, if you don't commit to a certain amount of posts today or per day or per week, you'll only post when you feel like it. And when you only post when you feel like it, you have a certain mindset, a positive mindset. We need to see the whole story, the whole narrative of the struggles and the good stuff is far more authentic if you've committed to posting a certain amount of times and you stick to that and you give a real reflection of how it is that you're doing. Now, I say keep it positive, but don't be afraid to throw a little bit of vulnerability in there as long as you really are, um, you know, striving to be the best that you can be. Don't be afraid to throw a little bit in. Don't get too, not, not too much. All right, number 12. Finally, this one works amazingly well for me as I use my personal brand building to essentially hold me, uh, I use it as an accountability partner. So for instance, some people go to a gym, for instance, and they have an accountability partner at the gym, makes them do their squats, their thrusts, their pull-ups, their different weights, etc. This is a bit like an accountability partner using social media for that. So I post about my big dreams and my gorilla goals, and I let the world know how I'm going to chase them down. And because I've shared that, it helps to keep me accountable. Now here's a very quick example. So and this was actually about four years ago on LinkedIn when the platform was being used pretty much like a jobs board, not like it is now, it's more diverse now. Well, I deleted the entirety of my bio and I simply wrote in the strap line, hashtag 28 stores by 2024. Hashtag 28 stores by 2024. I think I told you about this last year. And you have no idea how much impact that had. People were stopping me in the street or coming up to me in coffee shops asking me, how many stores are you up to now, Gavin? Or I heard about someone selling a couple of shops. Would you be interested in that? So people were actually starting to bring me opportunities because I was brave enough. People just couldn't believe that I could have the balls to post something like that. Now, the impact it had on my personal brand that I had the fucking shops was absolutely incredible. And in part, because people bought into it, it held me to a higher standard. And I really, really had to get after it. Now, eventually, actually, um, around that time, I then agreed seven domino stores in Cork. And I put seven months into working uh, working that deal through the finances and legals and everything. And put, but the vendor actually ditched me at the last minute at the altar. But as it turned out, some other opportunities had also developed as well in the background. And I wasn't too disappointed. But my point was, because it put the big, ugly, gorilla, hairy goal out there, I felt obliged to go after it because it had to be my authentic message. So there you have it. Don't fucking leave it again and be one of the fools who in a year's time wishes they'd listened to this episode and started hammering their personal brand straight away after the pod. And remember to create loads of content do all the things I talk about in these podcasts. Do some public speaking. Create a CSR strategy. Host an event. Add some value to others. I've done episodes about all of those giving you all of the 
join you know join the dots on how to do each of those that sort of stuff creates loads and loads of content for you to showcase your personal brand now before we wrap it up i want to give a shout out to oren harvey who hit me up with a five-star review titled must listen and the review goes like this great podcast from gavin his tough love tough tough love approach is definitely something that appeals to me and i'm sure many more the imposter syndrome episode really hit home for me especially keep up the great work gavin now if you'd like to add some value to my life and to get a shout out just like Oren did and get a shout out, probably a, even a plug for your business, why not hit me up, hit the show up, go to your podcast platform and leave me a review. Now, listen to this. Even if you're from Dickhead Island and you hate the show or you love to hit the show, I'm happy to read out your review too. If it's a one star review, you'll still get a shout out because having the haters on there is all part of building the, the, um, the personal brand. Okay, folks, so whether it's a good review or a bad review, you're going to get it read out. They just happen to all be five-star reviews. So, following this episode, whether you simply gargle my salted chocolate balls or you actually go and do some shit that you need to do to transform your outcomes, it's your choice. I'm a man.